Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to enjoy and tear movies apart. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Downsizing, directed by Alexander Payne. On the panel today, we have Chris. Hello. Cece. Hello. And Billy. Hello. <laughs> I tried doing like a little miniature voice to be smart and clever and handsome. Well, can, can't smart win them all. and clever work. <clears throat> Shit, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, so the basic premise of this m- movie is that um, the world, of course, the Earth is dying due to climate change and, uh, you know, human interference. So some scientists come up with a way to shrink up people to help reduce the waste that we create. Um, Matt Damon stars... <clears throat> Matt Damon stars in the movie as uh, as an occupational therapist who's just a little dissatisfied with life, so he decides to uh, shrink himself down and become small. With his wife, who decides not to go about it after they shave, yeah, one of her eyebrows. Yeah, they shit. Yeah, so there's this whole process where they have to go hairless, and then they get injected with drugs, and <clears throat> it's a whole thing. I'm still wondering why the hair matters. Uh, Probably because even though it is part of their biology, it's also grown outside of them. So as they're as they may shrink and the organs within them may shrink, the hair would remain the same size. Can you imagine? See, but here's here's the thing: because and your the hair's, hair's not live live cells, your hair yeah. is dead, dead cells. cells. But it's still organic matter. The thing is, when they when they were very specific about using the words organic matter, and that's the reason why I'm if they were to tell say. You need living cells, then it makes perfect sense to me. But then why do you get to keep your nails, for example? But by saying organic material, your hair's still organic, so why wouldn't that shrink? I mean, you get the dental procedures to get the uh, false teeth and any fillings and stuff out. Except because, for that one guy. <laughs> except for that one guy whose head exploded around it. But because that stuff and being inorganic that. doesn't shrink. Um, it was the uh, sick woman that was dying from cancer that... <clears throat> they, the, right. She was saying that her husband had died during the shrinking process because he had a gold filling that they forgot to remove. Oh, I to- I missed that entirely part. Yeah, it I wasn't a visual. Really that part. It wasn't a visual thing. It okay. was. It was just kind of mentioned and, and moved on from. So gotcha. that's the part that kind of confused me because okay, if we're talking about hair is dead. Your nails are too. So why didn't they remove people's nails? Well, it's an imaginary science, so we don't know. Yeah, like, I guess. We just have to trust that they knew best. I don't. <laughs> because, okay, just to put it in perspective, if the hair didn't shrink with them, who knows, they may have removed the nails, and they just probably didn't show it because that's extremely graphic. That's true. That is true, but it would have been nice to have mentioned it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, they may have, or they may not have. It may have just been something that they should have included, and they didn't. I'm just saying, that's because one I get thing your that point bugged me throughout the entire thing. I get yeah. your point that if they remove the hair, then they should remove the nails. As like well. there were so many other things that bothered me, <clears throat> I didn't even think about. Oh, that. there was a lot of things that bothered me. But that was so. A big one. First, I, how did they get the tiny microphones? They built everything once, I guess. That's so tiny, though. I don't know. Everything was so tiny. So here, I picked this movie partially because of the director. Now, the director has directed some of my over, like some films that I really, really loved. Um, 
including Nebraska, which nobody's ever seen but me. You're wearing but, a shirt that says Nebraska. Yeah. But I have some family in Nebraska, and there's a very... Nebraska is a very Midwestern movie. Like, it's... We, when we were talking about our review of the Florida Project, mm-hmm. this Nebraska is very, very Midwest, where Florida is very, very Florida. Got it. Um, he did The Descendants. Um, ah, nice. He did Sideways, About Schmidt, Election. Like, uh, he, you know, he's... He has a good run. He's And he's produced countless others. Um, but he's done so many things that I really liked. I'm like, well... I mean, it didn't get great reviews, but, you know, not everybody likes everything. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. And I just, I get that it was supposed to be a a sci-fi, I guess it was supposed to be a sci-fi satire, but I just didn't see the satire of it. Yeah, I didn't see any satire. The trailers were very misleading because the trailers made me think it was going to be a comedy. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a pure comedy. comedy. Yeah. And it's it's definitely not. I mean, it kind of was. It's kind of funny. There were a couple places that were Christoph Waltz. He was brilliant. I'm starting to love him in like every single thing that he does. Yeah. I mean, he he was he was one of the better characters, but I mean, you give me Kristen Wiig and oh, Jason God. Sudeikis in a movie. I know you don't like her, but like, give me those. <laughs> no, I love Kristen. Oh, Wiig. you do? Yeah, okay, I love I'm her. I'm sorry. I thought you. Said I was, was disappointed that she was in the movie for a total of like three minutes. Yeah, I was too. And they cut her out. Yeah. In the trailers, it makes it look like she's going to be in it for the entire movie, but yep. the entire trailer was the only Sudeikis. part that she was in. Yep. <clears throat> they give you these two these two comedic actors that you already <clears throat> enjoy. And, and they're and both they, in the trailers, but their entire trailer scene is the only scenes that they are in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you're stuck with. Matt Damon. Matt and I don't. Damon. Well, so I actually got distracted by the. I have a, a friend who I'm not going to name, but he. It clicked for the first time. I've known this person for 18 years. Is it Voldemort? Huh? <laughs> You're not going to name him no. Voldemort. It's good, but no. Um, Damn it. No, that it clicked that my friend looks a little bit like Matt Damon, so that's all I could think for the rest of the damn movie. Like, what's. Okay. He has Downs? No, he does not have Downs. Oh, Jesus Christ. I like the little... Was it Korean? No. Thai? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. I loved her. I couldn't fucking stand her. I hated her voice. but I I loved loved her. I loved her character. I loved the way she was. I loved that she was not taking a shit. And that she was basically, no, this is what we're going to do. Come do it. So, and and I don't... No, she gave a shit. She just grew up in a different culture. But I was so bothered by her accent and by her voice that I went and looked up the... um, I went and looked up the actress, and the actress is so articulate and well spoken. It just it's it made it like that if much that worse. was her actual accent, yeah, at least make it more. authentic. Like that's her real accent. Then I would absolutely have been okay, but that it wasn't even close. It like, was very exaggerated. This woman, it was very exaggerated. The woman who plays this character, Fuak something, speaks better English than all of us combined, and more articulately. She just, she's got this amazing actual voice, and they made it such a caricature of <clears throat> of a Vietnamese accent that it just, it bugged me the whole time. No, I, I liked it. Again, like I said, I liked her character, I liked the type of person she was, but every time she spoke, it was like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> See, and I didn't necessarily... Well, nails on a chalkboard usually don't do what, it might, what that did to my neck, so... <laughs> Um, I didn't necessarily dislike the movie, but I, cause I, I liked the concept. I just, 
it just wasn't it wasn't done in a way that I connected with it. Agreed. To me, it felt like one of those. Um, I've read a few books like this um, where they're like the underlying truth behind the whole story that I'm giving you is to make you aware of pollution. Yeah. Of the, you know, whatever the case. And that's what this was. Yeah. I, it was really good. I enjoyed it. But I just, at one point, I felt like I was just watching a really long ad about <laughs> not polluting because we're going to lose, well, you know, the world. It was an obnoxiously long movie, too. Oh, God, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah I know, because I watched it at one thirty at any point. Yeah. I watched it at one thirty this morning, and I'm like, it's two and a half hours long. Like, this movie had no business being two and a half hours long. No. no. Um, it could have just as easily been an hour and a half long and still portrayed the exact same message. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, and here's where I'm curious of it. Did anybody else felt like the movie actually paid off for anything? No. Was nope. there any sort of resolution that you feel because, like? So, it just felt like a big waste of time because at the end of the day, the, they fear the world is ending or it's too late. So the original colony goes to hide and they go out into the world and, okay, so what the fuck? So did they survive? Did they die? Yeah, what did, happened? Yeah, like, did the world end wow. or not? Well, I mean, they said in the movie, it's like, <clears throat> okay, so the purpose of the movie is this guy, he is giving people the option to shrink themselves down to, what, a tenth of their size? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like yeah. 0. 0.63. They're like five inches tall. Yeah. And later in the movie, you kind of find out that he's doing this because the world is ending, so he's trying to reduce the consumption that... The, the world's waste, population yeah. is taking from the earth. But too little too late, um, some methane gases from the Arctic icebergs or whatever are breaking loose. And it's causing the icebergs to melt um, at an extreme rate. So, <clears throat> Matt Damon's character, uh, Christoph's character, whatever. Yeah. And one other dude, I, I don't remember his name. They end up going to Norway, where their main village is, on some mission. What the fuck was the mission even about? They were taking alcohol. Was it just the vodka? Yeah, yeah. it was just take the vodka. Well, vodka Which and WD forty. Vodka. And <clears throat> Which the trip going there? First of all, they're going down a lake in these miniature boats, and the only <laughs> thing that I can think of is a giant fish eating them yep like i was really disappointed that there were not any actual predators in the movie that fucked with them at all Mm -hmm. i agree you see but i kind of hate to say this this way but it's true i was hoping for honey i shrunk the kids and instead i got the commercial with the indian crying because we littered (laughs) but then they but then they get to the civilization where they meet with the the scientists who developed the what is it process we'll just go with just yeah, the miniaturization so. process and he starts going off on this story about how the world is going to be ending mm-hmm. and it doesn't become quite apparent what the goals were for the entire miniaturization of was to reduce waste so that they can live longer on Earth. Natural resources would therefore multiply because you would need less of it. Yeah, but at that point, they only reduced 3% of the population. Correct. In the 17 years <clears throat> that it has 
been in place. Because the mentality behind it is you're not going to save everybody, but we might be able to save enough people to save humanity as a whole. If there's an if there's an extinction extinction level event, the the mentality was all of the regular sized humans are going to die because of all the destruction and how little resources are left. However, the smaller people would be able to hide, be more protected, and the resources that we do have that are quote unquote limited are now multiplied tenfold just because they're five inches tall. Yeah. So you know. One cut of beef that a person would consume in a meal could feed an entire village, you know, when they're miniaturized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even that entire thought process of that taking place, you would still need people at their regular size to be able to run civilizations like that. Not necessarily. <clears throat> if you get everybody to be the same size. Without defeat the purpose. How so? How so? I mean, that was the whole, the whole goal was to miniaturize everybody to save the earth. Or majority of the population. Because I think that the way that they gather resources, I think that you'd have to do that on a larger scale. I mean, they... Like, if you're five inches tall, going from, like, where I live, 17 miles away from work, that's like a two-month track. But if you need resources within that 17 miles... That could be like a year's worth journey. Yeah. Well, I think, but part part of what I think is, it's like the resources wouldn't be as available if right. everybody was that size. Then it wouldn't work. But it it could if you reduced your dependence on on certain things. Like you could you could live in the woods with no electricity and no running water as long as you had a water source, and you could function perfectly fine. You could even make clearly clearly. It's possible, and you could make an entire society out of it. Otherwise, half the world wouldn't exist because, you know, everything had to be built at some point. Yeah, we came And that was dirt. part of their point is, clearly, humans did it once. We can do it again. Mm-hmm. Even if we do have to wipe clean and start from scratch. It'll be tough, and especially if they're that fucking small. But at that, that point, I mean, making everybody smaller seems like the very difficult route to go. Because that's going to change culture and everything for yeah. everybody. Why not just make a disease and wipe out the population by killing everybody? You would make the best evil genius ever. <laughs> no, that's what I would do. I totally see him like with his pinky in his mouth going, <laughs> one billion dollars. I don't even need money for that. I'll do it for free. <laughs> that's true. See, I, I would be a frugal evil guy. I would just ask the entire population of the world for one dollar each. That's it. Yeah, but not everybody's got a, a dollar. Yeah. Start a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure that the, the children in Africa who have no food. And are if you donate this much, you will survive another month. No, because obviously there's people on this earth that matter way less than others. I'm one of them, and so are you guys. <laughs> we do not contribute anything to society, so we would go. Yeah, we contribute to children. Yeah. Future society. Yeah. I mean... But, I mean, there's more brilliant or people out there bigger who, burden for the future. Depends on how you look at it. It's like there's more brilliant people out there <laughs> who know how to manage and also raise like-minded, intelligent, if not genius-level individuals... 
to be able to sustain the type of lifestyle that we would need to keep moving forward and progress. We make podcasts. <laughs> We'd be entertaining for people as they're doing work to make things Tell better. me how a camera works. Do you really want me to? <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> In the options that you know. I can if you want me to. No, please. just. <laughs> what I'm saying is like we do not – we do not give as much to society as some people would. So it would make sense if we did not exist. Ish, yeah. Yeah. Now your Welcome kids, to the Feel Insignificant podcast. Now your kids, <laughs> where they we, can probably go somewhere where they have a way better chance of having U.S. parents. What? You mean U.S. parents? Yeah. You twos. Use guys. I'm slightly confused. <laughs> the two of you. I am too. But okay. No, I'm saying it's like we wouldn't murder the children. We'd give them a chance. Just we Christ. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we turn Billy's mic off? <laughs> we wouldn't murder the children. We'd give them a chance. Yeah. <laughs> the children are our future after all. That's it's true. And, and this is how the hum- Hunger Games start. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, guys are in your 30s. You already did what you could. And you reproduce. That's great. So let's see what let's see what we can do with that. <laughs> Host, bring us back, please. <laughs> I, I don't know how to get back from that one because <laughs> now we're we're killing children. But no, because we're talking about extinction level events where they they're coming up with an idea, a solution to would you get miniaturized if you had the opportunity. Like great, you, great segue to bring us back to the movie. So, Lindsay, would you? I don't know. Like, if you saw that massive house that Matt Damon first uh, went that into. That I loved about the film. Okay, so looking at your current assets, that equals to about $62 million. That was 12.5. I'm making up a number because I can't remember. But well, and I'm telling well, you what it was. you should try to remember before you just spout Because it was $152,000 in assets, which translated to 12.5. Do it in Spanish so he understands. What? No hablar English? <laughs> Sorry, all right. So you don't know whether you'd actually do that? <laughs> 12.5. Nice. Good it job. It took me a second. That's why I was having to count that one out on my on my fingers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so, so would you? I don't know. I. It's... If it was to give the world a better chance, you wouldn't self-sacrifice. I think I or would. You just I think like, it would depend on. Else. I think it would depend on, on my current situation. Like, and, and it would well, it would depend because, like, with with. What if you got to keep your supervisor title? <laughs> oh, Billy! Oh, Billy! 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 Nice. I didn't know that was actually that is it worthy. You're right. Um. No, I think it would depend because, like. If it's a case like where with Matt Damon's character where he he was going with someone that he cared about, if I'm going and there are people that I care about there and doing it with me, then sure. But if I'm like the only person that I know who's doing it, there's no way I'm doing that by myself. Mm-hmm. I totally would. But, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Fuck None of us exist. You'll go and do it by yourself. Yeah. If you guys don't exist, I'm totally single. Yeah, I would have done it. But no, right now, as but like you are. your parents aren't going to go. You're never going to be able to be. You, I, I left Miami and I left all of my friends and family and yeah, I came but... to Jacksonville alone. 
And I understand that. And I had really no reason to be here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'd like to see... I'd like to think that I would. If I felt... If I felt that it would increase my quality of life in any way, shape, or form, damn right I would. Especially if I was lucky enough to have enough um, assets that, you know, I would not necessarily need to work for the rest of my life. Hell yeah, because then at that point, I would use those resources. I would still get... I would get a smaller house. I don't need a gigantic house like that. Get a smaller house and use those resources of not having to work to work on passion projects the entire time. You know what I mean? So I guess so. I just I don't think I would even even if I'm single, which obviously you guys know I am. If I'm single, I'm not going. Dog. It's not the what's not the same. But let her finish. I'm just saying, like if I have no family members coming with me, if I have no friends coming with me, I at this point in my life know that I need those people, at least someone nearby. Yeah. You know, I can't just, I can't do that again. I See, did that me, once, I can't do it again. My family drives me nuts, so any opportunity that I can get away. <laughs> nope, I love my family. I want to be nearby. Yeah, no, that was the first thing I, I apologized to Cece for when we got married. It's like, I'm sorry, my family's crazy. <laughs> he did. And so. that's okay. I said, don't worry, your life will never be boring. <laughs> and it's not. And it's not. You know, before they called him a cult in this movie, I was like, this is very cult-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, ah. it is all those selling points and everything. But at the same time, too, it's the air of uh, of arrogance of their them feeling like they're better than other people because oh, we're tiny, so we're helping people. It's like those people that buy Priuses and then can't they can't stop telling you that they have a Prius, so they're saving the planet. But you're just an asshole who drives a regular car. Yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Or vegans. Or mm-hmm. vegans. Yeah. yeah. What about you, CC? Would you shrink? I think I would. Um, in this scenario, we have no kids. We have we're not married. This is just you by yourself, because you and I together having kids that makes the situation a lot more complicated. Because mm-hmm. us married having kids, I wouldn't shrink unless like the kids were already old enough and living on their own, yeah. didn't need to depend on on her or I. Then if me and her together wanted to do it, then I'd be fine with it. But. I wouldn't shrink the kids before they were 18 or had the opportunity to live the world on their own terms. Or at least choose for themselves whether Correct. or not they wanted exactly. to. Exactly. So in that situation, like if it was a matter of like, are you going to do it with your kids? Well, I want my kids to be over 18. I want them to, you know, choose it on their own. If you, you know, mom, mom and dad are going to shrink. You guys do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to shrink, more power to you. If you don't want to shrink, that's fine. I mean, come visit us because it's easier for you than it will be for us because we're tiny. <laughs> but it makes things more complicated. So without any baggage, for lack of a better term, in a situation like that, would you? I would. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. It would be a whole different world and everything. I'd, I'd have to be far more than interesting because it's irreversible. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If it was, <laughs> dude, if it was reversible, and a heartbeat back and forth. All the time. As much as I could afford. Mm. If it was not reversible, then, yeah, I would still do it. What if it was irreversible? Uh, No, what if it was reversible? Reversible? Reversible. (laughs) Reversible? You're just going to re-say it all over again. (laughs) This sounds weird. (laughs) The more you say a word, the more weird it sounds. Yeah. What if it was reversible, but your penis stayed the same size? Well, then you wouldn't be... You'd be... That you wouldn't function as a tiny person. Well, that's why they even took the sheet off when they were making them tiny. Is because they'd suffocate under the sheet. You would suffocate under your own dick. No, no. Like if you were tiny, but your tiny dick stayed the same size as you reverse the process. 
So basically, you'd have no dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny to me. But <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'll do it. But then you're like, oh, yeah, we forgot a side effect. It happens to one out of ten people. Then I would think you would stay small if you didn't want to take that chance. But then you went back to going small after they found out, but your dick still scaled the same size. So now your dick was uh, one one hundredth of the size <laughs> as it was before. I mean, what is your fascination with tiny micro penis? I don't know. I just wanted other people to know how I feel. <laughs> I immediately regret asking that question. <laughs> Why? That's what. That's what I expected was going to be the answer. Yeah. I don't know what I expected. He's not going to get offended that. by it. He's going to go with it. Yeah, yeah that's. No. I should have known better. It's my fault. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. It's cool. <laughs> oh. I do like the concept of, you know, <clears throat> buy one bottle of vodka and it'll last you like three years. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. Even then, that's a lot of drinking. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? At that point, you could literally have a swimming pool filled with vodka. <laughs> I'm not sure if you could float in that. That would burn so yeah. much. And in so many places. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds painful. I think it sounds pretty interesting. It sounds like it would hurt a lot. Put a condom on, jump in, your penis will be fine. Mm. Yeah, no, no you yeah. still have your asshole. Yeah. yeah. You still yeah, got your eyes. your eyes, your ears, uh-huh. your mouth. Any potential, um, uh, if you've got uh, zits on your back or your ass or something, that shit's going to burn. Mm-mm. I still think it'd be pretty cool. I don't even drink. I don't even drink. I still think it'd be pretty cool. I disagree. I disagree. See, I don't think you'd be able to float in it anyways. Like, I don't think it has, like, the necessary context. Yeah, yeah, to... For you to be able to swim. That's why there was a scene in uh, Bear Fest where he falls into that vat of bear. And he just... Drops to the bottom. <laughs> I think that has to do more with the car- carbonation. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll never know because sadly we can't drink. Yeah. But um, I really wish we would have had a, a little bit more scenes of them big world, small world comparison. Yeah. Because that was the one thing, you know, based on the previews, it looked like it was going to be a lot more of the big and small worlds combined. Not having, and it basically was, all right, you're in the big world, here's some small people, but we're going to bring the small people back all to their own community and stuff (laughs) like that. So it was a lot more small community versus big and small. I just wanted more jokes and less sentiment. That's really more what? what More jokes and less sentiment. No, there were a lot of jokes in there if you were, like, listening to the fucking movie. Like, (laughs) okay, asshole. (laughs) Go on, enlighten us. What was the dude's last name? Um, oh, the constant mispronouncing of his last name throughout oh, the movie. Yeah, they they mispronounce they mispronounce his name probably like ten times before he got to the point to where he got his divorce settled, and then I think it was like his name was like Safranek or something yep, like that. That's yep. it. But they mispronounce Safranek. Yeah. His name was Safranic, but they called, kept saying Safranek. He's like, no, it's Safranic. Safranic. Whatever. <laughs> and he kept having to correct people over and over and over again until the point of his divorce. He was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then there was the scene where he was uh, going to the house for the first time. And he's like, 
Be careful because like all the plumbing's the same. They haven't switched any of it around, so it's like the hot water is like yeah. really hot. <laughs> and not even a minute later, he's just like kind of going around the house. He takes his clothes off. He gets in the shower. He's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> it's like you dumb bitch. There was when there was stuff like that. When things are like suddenly funny like that, where they give you the where they set up that things are going to happen and they do happen, knowing full well that they're going to happen, that's comedy. I guess I don't know. I just I I want to have more fun with it. What are you saying, Susie? It's one of those. There was funny scenes. There was funny one liners and stuff like that. But it was. It was more of a drama versus a com- or comedy for people being shrunk. Um, so, what happened to his mother? Who? Matt Damon's character. I think she passed away. Passed away. Did she? I yeah. missed that because all of a sudden she was. They not- did like a few years later or something like that. Yeah. And okay. she pa- I think it was actually. I think it was a decent amount of time, like maybe somewhere. It was ten years. Ten years later. Ten. Yeah. I believe so. After the mom died? After the mom died, I believe it was well, 10 years later. Well, in between that scene and whenever they showed him next. I mean, she could have died at four years later. But, gotcha. Um, because by the time... By the time he was shrunk and put into that world, the firstborn child, as a little guy, was 17 years old. So a lot of time had passed... Whenever they first introduced the idea that that was that that's what was going on, I did find that funny and fucked up. That at the end he's like smiling, but he's got like herpes, herpes all over his mouth. <laughs> I was like, Dude, that, that's just sad. That is wrong. So in the fact that Matt Damon's decided to turn around because it was like a, what eleven day track or something like that, hours. eleven hours. It's mm. eleven hour uphill track. It's like make sure you stay hydrated. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Even if it did save me, I'd still turn back. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> and the funniest, the, one of the funniest things that of the whole movie for me was when the mountainside blew up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty comedic. Had, it's like they had the explosion, but it was like a. Like a tiny little firework went off and they <laughs> yeah. dropped the rock. Yeah. And they're like hiding and everybody's like running and freaking out because it's going to go off. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was, that had to be one of my favorite scenes. But then even then they were like, he's like, why wouldn't we want to go down there if it was to save the world, to save civilization? He's like, because it's not going to happen for hundreds of more years. These guys are just crazy. It's a cult. They're going to kill themselves down there. It's like you'd be stupid to follow. And it's like, he's still... Parts of his personality and that aspect really annoyed me because he made really poor decisions. He really did. And he, he did. made them constantly. And it was... And that was actually one of the goose in the movie. It's like, he's always made poor decisions. Of course he's going to come back. Well, and it's... I think part of the issue is that he was just so dissatisfied with his life in general that he was constantly searching for something. Like grasping that, at straws. Yeah, exactly. Grasping at straws to literally anything that sounded remotely better than what he was currently going through. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know how to stop until supposedly the end, which I'm sure that he found something eventually after that. To- what was the scene at the end of the movie where... Okay, first of all, end of the movie, when they're in the car going to that building to drop off yeah. dinner for that one dude? Just something about the baby? First of all, they're still tiny in that scene, right? Yes. 
It's raining in that scene. Yeah. And it's regular sized rain. I know. I had a thought about that too. Oh, where where be, is where is the rain? Because one, I'm, I don't remember the scene. But where is the rain? Is it in the in the little town in the smallville that they were living remember in? Remember the the tenement building that she was living in when he yes. met her. Yes, it's because it's of that the, building because of the um, net. Yes, there's mesh. There's over mesh the, nets over it to break up rain. Maybe okay, that makes sense. I totally missed that. In the beginning it, well, scene, when they first go to, to like the um, big houses. There's a point where it rains and they they look up and there's like a but, net. Okay, well, even in that aspect, if you had meshed net over rain, the water would still not, pull together to single droplets. Yeah, too. it's yeah. not going to be a clear stream of rain as it is outside for us right now. It's going to be just droplets. Well, it was raining a little bit ago. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh man. You know, I agree. No, no, I agree. I but was it, like, what the fuck is going on here? But it's one of those things that like. They they showed us the net for that purpose so that we would believe that the, the net would the fix movie, it. They should have just had like one giant rain. But realistically, water would just flow right through it, recollect on the other side, and follows one giant exactly. droplet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but so, they can't show you that because then you know this place isn't safe. <laughs> that would be pretty interesting, though. And they should go back to the idea of like biologically uh, correcting the population issue. I don't know. I still think that it'd be it would have been mm-hmm. funner for this movie to be that they shrunk and it'd be just really comedic and they're trying to avoid uh again an extinction level event only that the extinction level event is really just like somebody turned the hose on and forgot to shut it off. Mm-hmm. Like this gigantic dramatic thing where at the end of the day it turned out to be nothing but it's just a gigantic thing because of how, you know, their size. I didn't even realize this was potentially going to be a disaster movie that wasn't necessarily a disaster movie because nothing bad happened. Yeah. I agree. I was blindsided about what the movie actually was. Yeah. But the the Vietnam the Vietnamese uh character in the movie I actually really did enjoy like her stories and the way that she tried communicating with everybody. Especially the scene where she convinced all of them to let her go to uh, Norway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like she knew she was being manipulated, so she just went ahead and manipulated them right yeah. back. <laughs> that because we haven't really priceless. touched up on it, but she was... Uh, she was an activist. She was labeled a terrorist. Yep. Because uh, she was trying to prevent a dam being built in her hometown, which... Resulted in a lot of flooding cities around her to being destroyed. What? It's the rain hitting the flu on the fireplace. Yeah, I know. I figured that out. Okay. So she was one of the survivors that, uh, not survivors, she was was imprisoned. Protester. protester. She was imprisoned for protesting um, and had eventually escaped. With several other people, but they escaped in what a forty-two inch TV, TV box, box. Mm-hmm. and most of them had died in the shipping process. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which is hilarious. How could you not laugh at that? It's sad. It is, it is. but it's funny um, because at that point the film was more pushing but, the whole agenda of the world is ending than we should worry about. You but know what I mean? even even go even going into that scene. She was forced by the Vietnamese government into being little. Yeah. 
so she, that's what kind of that's what kind of gave her the ammunition to be able to convince the rest of the uh, group to take her with because the creator of the entire program of the entire process lived in Norway and had written her letters apologizing that she was forced to become smaller and that was never the intention for the program. But I guarantee you that if we had something like that, that's exactly what they do. We'd have another Australia, another prison colony that essentially eventually will become its own thing. But you know, that's how Australia started. It was, they didn't want to put people in prison. So they put them in the Island. Yeah. I don't know. I, with any sort of emerging, te- <laughs> with any sort of emerging emerging technology like that, it's just really difficult to regulate because you're always going to have human greed involved. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, I agree. I don't know. Those were a lot of tears, though. Like in you know, a streamlined tears going down her face. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Did anybody have a favorite line? Oh man. Because I, I personally was, I was simultaneously moderately, not offended, but it just, I mean, it bothered me, but it was also kind of funny, was the uh, different types of fucks. Yeah. Oh my God, that what was kind of hilarious. Was that? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Why was it offensive? Well, it wasn't that, it wasn't that it was offensive. I just felt like it was so out of place for the rest of the movie. Like, there wasn't really a whole lot of cussing in the movie. Romantic fuck. Yeah, and she just kept going and saying, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm like, okay. It was really out of character. Yeah, it was out of character. It was out of place. I didn't didn't necessarily mind the language. It was just... Yeah, I mean, obviously not. We cuss all the time. Yeah. But it it was out of place for for the movie. It was out of, you know, we've got this whole movie where they pretty much went the almost the entire thing without saying fuck once. A lot of my favorite scenes was with that woman in it, especially after... Whenever her friend was dying and she was like, yeah, come back on like Tuesday or Thursday or whatever at 10 a.m. He's like, all right, Tuesday, Thursday, 10 a.m. Right. And then he comes back and she's gone. And she's like, hey, where did, where did your friend go? It's like, oh, she died. It's like, <laughs> how did that happen? It's like, oh, I gave her too much medicine. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it's, it's all good now. She's gone. She's gone. He's like. And he's just, like, flabbergasted. He's like, what? That's what I'm saying. I loved her. I loved her with the exception of her voice. That is it. The voice and the accent. But if you're talking about favorite quotes, I just found it. Um, The Extra extra Large is available in Cayenne, Moss, and Aubergine. Is that, like, red? Do you think Moss is pretty? (laughs) You know, lady, I don't know. Just pick a color, please. So, like, I love that part. But that part also bugged me because... When he was big, he felt unaccomplished because he had friends that were doctors and he was only a therapist. Right. He shrinks himself and rather than maybe, you know, try to become a doctor right. of some sort or even continue his own practice, he just kind of is happy and content to just do the bare fucking minimum and take the obnoxious job, you yeah. know? Well, and that's, and that's why his character bothered me so much is just over and over and over again, he's not even... He's not following through on these things. It's like, I didn't understand. I was really legitimately confused whenever he went from his mansion to a room that I did not recognize. And I come to find out that's his apartment. Yep. Yeah, because he when the he divorced the wife, she took half the money. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like I didn't understand that they didn't like really say anything about what was going on. Like the most they the most they did was the lawyer said something about I wish you had taken our first offer. Mm-hmm. And that's about as close as we got. I also feel that that's super fucked up. That even in a situation where they, as a couple, agreed to shrink, she left him. That she's able to take that much from him. Well, she probably. I would. I, my version of that was she managed to convince someone that he coerced her into doing it. I'm sure that's what happened. But it's still kind of shitty. Oh, well, I, I'm not saying it's it not. So, yeah, no. It's, I was disappointed with the film because it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't necessarily bad. And yeah. if you want to go see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, then go fucking see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I want yes. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids to be redone, to be perfectly frank. Oh, man. I would love it for it to come back and be done with today's technology. I would. But it just—it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't necessarily bad. It was just—it was everywhere and everything and nothing at the same time. What the heck are you doing? There's a piece of hair that's tickling me. Today is the recording session where everybody has had a like, ooh, look over there moment. <laughs> ooh, look shiny. Well, a bunch of damn squirrels. <laughs> Apparently, um, squirrel. So ratings, Chris. What do you think? I give it two and a half inches. <laughs> Interpret that however you want. Oh, what happened? Nothing. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> You'll hear it later, apparently. Yeah. It's more fun that way for Speaking us. Speaking of inches, why don't we use the metric? That, they are from Norway, they but they're using the inches, but they, but they should be using the metric system. That is a good point. Yeah. That That's bothers me now that I thought about that. Because they clearly never mentioned the metric system. Nope. Which they should have. They should have. Cece? Um, I'm going to give it two um, ginormic flowers. Okay. Billy? Giving it four out of five inches. All right. <laughs> um, oh, didn't you already say inches? I did. Shit, never mind. Hold on. Reset. <laughs> you did not say that much. <laughs> but you remember the old VHS tapes? It's like, God, I've been rewinding this for like two minutes and it only went like ten minutes back in the movie. <laughs> Man, those motherfuckers. Anyway, so you're writing. Uh... Two giant sound. bottles of vodka. <laughs> two giant bottles of vodka. Right. Out of what? Two? Out of five. Oh. It's you don't say that, five. though. It's I don't have always to. out it's of always five. five. It's not. It is. It's not understood. It is understood. Not to me. At this point, it is. Anyway, so moving on. Billy, what is yours? Oh, man. Um... <laughs> four fucks out of five. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us here at Control C and our review of Downsizing. Uh, we are on podcast services everywhere. All the social media stuff. Just look us up. We're there. Rate Control us and subscribe. C. And uh, thank you to our cast, Chris. Bye-bye. Cece. See ya. Billy. Goodbye. And I'm your host, Lindsay. <laughs>